Broadcasting live from the Wellness Wonderland, you're listening to the Wellness Wonderland Radio. I'm Katie, and each week I chat with the most inspirational people on the planet on how to stay inspired in all areas of life. As you listen, feel free to tweet at me, at Katie Dalebout, or use the hashtag Wellness Wonderland. I'd love to hear your aha moments. So grab your headphones and listen on the go, or cuddle up with a notebook as we dive in deep with authentic conversations right here in Wonderland. Welcome back to the Wellness Wonderland Radio, everybody. I am so thrilled to have the love vitamin herself here in Wonderland with us. If you aren't familiar with Tracy and her work, she is an angel on this earth, really, just healing people mm-hmm. um, in all sorts of ways. Tracy has a very niche audience um, and works with people to help heal their mild to severe acne naturally. So if you've struggled with acne or any skin issue of any kind at any point in your life, you know how intense of an experience it can be since it literally stares you in the face all the time, um, every time you look in the mirror. So through her eBooks, her website, private coaching, Tracy has developed a permanent and positively life-changing way to release acne for good, which is something that everybody wants. So she's done it for herself, and her skin is flawless, you can see in her videos. Um, But the coolest thing about her and her work is that regardless of the condition you're dealing with, whether it's your skin, your weight, your finances, whatever, her message um, is really transferable, I think. And so that's why I wanted to get her into Wonderland to talk to us today. So she really promotes a positive approach to healing naturally, um, which I obviously think is just really rad. So thank you so much for stopping by today, Tracy. Thank you, Katie. That was a lovely introduction. <laughs> well, I mean it. I Like I said, I'm a big fan of your work. So, um, so yeah, this is cool. So let's dive right in, um, but let's just kind of zoom the lens back and kind of yeah. start by having you just kind of introduce yourself um, more specifically than I just did and just kind of tell your story about where you've been um, with your skin and then how you decided to transform that to a blog and then um and kind of where you are now with things okay um so it all started (laughs) um obviously with having acne I did have acne um pretty much since I was in middle school up until I was a young adult in my 20s uh I had acne but it wasn't it wasn't too bad it was mild um so I dealt with mild acne my whole life, which kind of sometimes got worse and sometimes better. And, you know, but um, anyway, it wasn't a huge deal, but it did upset me a lot. Like I, I was always super embarrassed about having acne. It was something that I could cover up with makeup, but I was very, very ashamed of it. Um, so I never liked it, but I could deal with it. Uh, when I was about 22, I very suddenly started breaking out a lot worse. And then it almost seemed like overnight my skin went from sort of mild to moderate to my face being completely covered in acne, um, which I classify as severe because it was, you know, it was everywhere. (laughs) I have pictures on my website so that 
um, others can see how bad it really was. Um, so it was very, very, very distressing because unfortunately in our society, we all know that there's a lot of emphasis on looks and looking good. <laughs> Um, and especially for women, I find is that that's a huge, um, thing is that due to advertising society is that we are told that our whole worth is our looks. So when all of a sudden <laughs> you're covered in acne, it's like, it's very, very difficult because you think, you know, I'm never going to be loved again. Is this going to go away? What's going to, you know, what's going to happen with this? So it was terrible. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can safely say that was definitely like the most emotionally painful time of my life. And if anyone's had acne, then you'll understand. A lot of people who haven't had acne don't quite get it. But right. um, so anyway, uh, so the question was, of course, how am I going to get rid of this? And Luckily for me, I had actually, in the past, when my skin had sort of flared up a little bit, again, nothing getting past sort of moderate, but, you know, I've had, I had skin flare-ups in the past, and luckily at that time, I had decided to turn to the internet and uh, start researching, you know, like, how do you get rid of this? Up until that time, I had only used conventional treatments, so... Um, benzoyl peroxide, birth control pills, um, you know, acne face washes, this kind of thing, uh, which never really worked very well, but I always thought, like, if I didn't use them, things would be worse. Um, so anyway, so uh, I went to the internet, and I found that um, some people were saying that you could get rid of acne if you, you know, eat better food, like if you stop eating processed foods and you sort of look after yourself, you know, you exercise, you um, try to keep your stress low, you, that kind of thing, you know, basically you just look after your body, you care about your health, and uh, the way that this works is, of course, that um, if you, like, you know, your body, acne is not a normal thing, like it's a disease, and your body is always trying to heal itself. Kind of like if you if you got a cut on your finger, your body heals itself, right? So like your skin doesn't want to have acne. It's not just like a normal thing. It wants to, you know, you it's the way it's supposed to be is you're supposed to have healthy, normal skin. And your your body wants to get that way, but because we're, you know, in this modern life, often we are eating really unnatural foods, we're not getting the nutrients we need, um, our body isn't using the nutrients because of stress and inactivity and all these other factors. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, they said you could heal your acne this way. And so I tried it and it actually worked really well. Yay, <laughs> I was yay. surprised, and I was like, wow, okay, this is awesome. But of course, you know, it can, depending on the circumstances and your mindset, it can be difficult to keep up a healthy lifestyle, so I fell back into my old ways, and eventually the acne came back, and eventually it culminated in this severe acne breakout. So when the acne broke out, and like I was going through this period with the the bad acne um I luckily 
I knew that I could get rid of it by, you know, doing it holistically and naturally. Um, because the other alternatives are really scary drugs like Accutane, which is actually, uh, you know, that's the most common, or it's the strongest acne drug available. And for many people, it does work really well, but it can come with some seriously scary side effects. The drug was actually developed as a, um, it was actually originally a cancer drug, um, but they found that people who used it, their acne cleared up. So they were like, okay, let's market this for acne. But it's like oh, wow. super damaging to your liver. People get depression. Um, you can't, if you get pregnant while you're on it, your baby is almost guaranteed to have uh, birth defects. Um, and a lot, and many people have taken this drug and years later still have issues that popped up due to this drug. So anyway, I was just not, <laughs> I really didn't want to take that. So yeah, I embarked on a journey of healing it holistically and it did work. It, it within three, 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 four months, it, um, I managed to clear all the acne up. However, <laughs> that wasn't the end of like the emotional healing because it was such a traumatizing event for me. The emotional healing took much longer. Um, but anyway, uh, in this time period, I thought, man, like, I would really love to help others <laughs> because just my personality, too. I loved researching. I loved reading blogs. I loved playing around on the Internet. Um, and I loved teaching. And I thought, wow, you know, like, I think I could do that. I think I could make a blog and help other people with the same same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, something that I've been wondering, so when you took that initial picture that you were talking about that's, that's now the – epic before picture on your yeah. site, did yeah. you know when you were taking that, that there was going to be um, something bigger, that you were going to make a blog or do something with it? Like, could you visualize that you would have such a dramatic after picture and then want to share that? No, I didn't. I actually just took that. That was like right at the beginning of my yeah, starting to try to heal it holistically. I just took that for myself, just to just for reference to to um, see how my progress was going. And I'm not really sure what made me do that, but I'm glad that I did. Obviously, because right. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> like you know, before pictures, like they're actually they're. I mean, they help for credibility, right? People can see that I went through some serious stuff, and that I can't help them, you know. Right, right, and people, you know, looking at your skin now, it's so perfect and clear. And somebody just yeah, visiting I, your blog, being at their bottom, you yeah, know, it probably is really helpful for relatability yeah, for them to see. I just that. hope that it's like really inspiring to others to see. Yeah, this, you know. yeah, absolutely. It can be this bad, but it it will get better. Definitely, and I I think it definitely is, and. I guess um, that kind of brings me to my next question. So that photo that we've been talking about um, is from March 2010 where and yeah. there's, this, there's this page on your site where, um, you know, I'm looking at it right now and it's, you know, you've got that photo on there and then you also talk about in that time there's another photo from September of that year where you're smiling, wearing no makeup at all for the first time. Um, 
So really thinking about that, March to September, that's a pretty short amount of time in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And you were able to heal in such a complete, huge, not complete, but a, such a huge way at that time um, and make this transformation. And that can really kind of give people hope um, that it can happen and it doesn't even have to take that long. So can you yeah. kind of talk about what you did in that period um, specifically to heal your um, severe acne, like both topically and internally? Okay. Um, I've tried to, that's the thing is like my philosophy now is sort of, because I've tried so many different things um, and I realize that there's just so many different ways to to heal holistically that no one has to right. do it exactly the same. But anyway, um, what I did then is a, I was this, <laughs> like I, I was really, really determined to clear it up. And I honestly, I was a bit overboard because I was the emotional pain of having the acne. It was just like, I wanted to get rid of it as fast as possible. And I feel like I went a little bit overboard with, uh, just how strict I was and, um, this sort of thing. I often don't think it has to be that hard, but I tried all sorts of things. So basically what I did, I, I cut out all processed foods. Um, I actually, for a while I was eating a vegan diet, uh, because I was reading the internet, you know, and there's so many different opinions about what's the best diet and this and that. Right. So for a couple of months, I ate a vegan diet. I, you know, increased my fruits and vegetables huge, started eating a lot of leafy greens. Um, I stopped eating dairy and gluten because those are very uh, common sort of food sensitivities that can cause acne, not for everybody. Like some people might be really sensitive to dairy. I think it's worth playing around with that kind of thing but anyway uh so I did that and then um I started <clears throat> doing yoga I quit my job waitressing because it was so stressful uh I went back to a previous job that I had that was a lot less stressful um so that really so that helped um what else did I do yeah, <laughs> that was just a good anyway. Um, by about three months in, I or okay, so it was March, and then by early June, actually, I had seen huge improvements um, in my skin, but I was still breaking out pretty bad, like around my mouth, particularly. Like, I'd seen big improvements, but it wasn't quite, you know, like. I really wanted it completely gone. Yeah. So at that point, I kind of felt like I don't, I don't know what else to do. So I went to a naturopath, and she uh, tested me for food sensitivities or like allergies, kind of thing. They're like hidden allergies, ones that don't have obvious reaction, but it might be you might just not react well to that food. Uh, so she tested me for that. Uh, she found that I had candida, so um, which is like a yeast overgrowth in your gut, uh, which can uh, basically cause like sort of havoc. <laughs> yeah, wreak havoc. Um, and she also gave me some supplements for my hormones. And after that, my the rest of the acne cleared up really well, uh, completely. And within so yeah, by June, my skin was completely clear, and then. 
Yeah, it took it took longer for that for like the red marks to fade. Like it probably took quite a few more months, but anyway, the actual act so of act was gone. That's by amazing that. and so inspiring to so many people. Um yeah. what were you doing topically at that time? Oh yes. <laughs> um so at the beginning of so after my skin broke out, I because before that I had kind of been cycling through all these other products, uh, acne washes and all these things because it was just like, oh my God, I just need <laughs> something, you know, trying right. the next thing never works, try something else and it just doesn't work. Anyway, so this is the first time I decided that um, I had kind of got the idea that, hey, maybe your skin doesn't need to need all these chemicals. Maybe they're it's actually super irritating to your skin and causing more acne. So that's when I switched to using honey. I used like raw honey to wash my face. And I was also to moisturize. I used a bit of a hobo oil. And I also mixed some, I used aloe vera gel too, because apparently that it really helps to soothe the skin and can help with uh, red marks and scarring. So so topically, that's what cleared up your um, your severe acne, and then you continued doing that for a while, and now you do something a little bit different, a more paleo way to or caveman way to um, yeah. to your skin. Can you talk a little bit about that, and would that be something that you would recommend to people dealing with um, severe acne or mild acne now? Um, to, would you recommend they go that route or topically go the route that you did to clear up yours? So, yeah, I like to call it the caveman regimen. Originally, I heard about this actually, like, while I was researching trying to, to get rid of the severe acne. Um, I found this on the acne.org forums, which is a huge acne forum. Um, people were talking about this caveman regimen thing, which is basically like when you, you just don't wash your face at all. And in, in sort of more extreme versions of it, you don't even get your face wet. And what this is supposed to do is just allow your skin to naturally regulate itself away from, you know, because we're always washing our face twice a day, you know, stripping all the natural oils out of it. And it's it's quite unnatural, you know. Your, your skin, you know, I don't know, it's just sort of like this weird modern phenomenon where we're like, you have to wash your face. And it's like, well, <laughs> people in years past and like right, back right. to the caveman, like they didn't have all this like chemical face wash medication stuff. And like they probably didn't have <laughs> nearly as much acne as we do so anyway the whole theory is that it basically builds up this thing on your skin called the acid mantle which is a is supposed to be your natural your skin's natural protectant barrier against bacteria and dirt and all these things that people are so afraid of that that's what they're washing away um but then it leaves your skin vulnerable to infection and acne. Uh, so I had heard about this when my skin was really bad, but, and I was actually really, really intrigued by it and I really wanted to try it, but I, at that point, couldn't really stop wearing makeup because right. I just, my skin was so bad that I just couldn't bear to not try it to at least cover it up a little bit with makeup. And I thought, well, okay, well, if I'm putting makeup on my skin, I can't really not wash it off. Um, or at least that much makeup. 
uh, you know. Anyway, so later on, uh, my skin, yeah, so a few years later after I, you know, I'd cleared up my skin, although after clearing the severe acne, uh, a few months later, like some mild acne did come back and I kind of struggled that with a, for a few years. It was actually a lot better than it ever had been previous, but you know, I still got mild acne breaks, particularly around my chin, which drove me crazy because I had this acne blog and <laughs> I just, <laughs> it, it drove me crazy. Anyway, so I finally was like, hey, I, you know, like, I want to try this caveman thing and see what happens. And, um, so I just tried, decided to do the experiment. I stopped, I didn't, I stopped wearing makeup. I, like, I never wore full foundation, but I just covered up any spots that I had with makeup. I stopped wearing any makeup. I went for a full month without washing my face and with no water I didn't let any water touch it and during that first month my skin got really like flaky and just really wasn't super attractive but <laughs> um that's the whole that's part of the healing process though is that your skin's regulating itself and like it's just you know it gets a little weird for a while but after about a month uh, to two months and started regulating itself um, and it actually improved my skin so uh, I yeah like it it either improved it or it didn't make it any worse than when I was washing my face so it was it was just like my skin looked super good it wasn't oily it wasn't uh dry just sort of like perfect because it's regulating itself it knows what's to it knows what to do and it was doing it and it didn't make my acne worse if not better and I was just like this is absolutely the easiest skin routine ever <laughs> yeah it, was like, it felt like a huge release for me because one of the biggest things that I always hated about acne before the severe acne um, you know, even back when I had the mild acne and the thing that I hated was like having to be tied to the washing your face mm -hmm. thing. And especially on times when I would go camping or I'd be at a festival with friends and I'd always like stress out about it, like, oh, I have to, you know, sneak away and wash my face. And I just, I just hated that. So when I finally, you know, I did this caveman thing, it was just like, I felt like, so free all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, the, the caveman way of skincare just seems like a dream. You know, I mean, yeah, exactly. I dread getting ready for bed because you got to yeah. do your face and then your sleeves get all wet and it's such a process and it kind of wakes you up with the water. Yeah. And blah, you know, it's, like, it's this it big does. thing. It feels like dream come true. The, like, yeah. I don't have to do anything. Now, would I recommend it for treating severe acne or mild acne or whatever um see it's kind of like I don't actually know a whole lot about the caveman except from like other people who have done it and my own experiment um if your acne is severe I kind of think there's probably a lot of different factors going into it and it's not just external skincare right it's like what's going on in your body now I do think that a lot of people are either making their acne worse or, in the case of mild acne, completely creating it just by what they're using on their skin, which is harsh and irritating. 
Uh, so it's sort of like depending on how much your previous skincare is irritating your skin and causing acne, um, that's how well the caveman will work for you. So in other words, it's not going to work for everybody, but um, I say it's, it could be worth a try. Uh, so, Well, if somebody's yeah. dealing with um, severe acne or mild acne mm -hmm. in a way and they 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 eat a really clean diet um most of our listeners are obviously familiar with wellness and and holistic <laughs> health so their diet's super clean and but they're still having um issues probably hormonal but topically yeah. we'll we'll get into the diet more in a minute here but yeah topically would you suggest since they just don't want to stop wearing some makeup just to for the pure stress reason to yes. to go out would you suggest maybe um, starting with the uh, honey as a cleanser and then once the acne is more under control, then transitioning into the caveman routine? Yes, I definitely would because I I think, like, you know, anything that's going to cause you a lot of stress is not going to be good for your skin right. because stress affects your hormones. It affects your, your gut. It affects, like, you know, when you're stressed, it eats up nutrients that your body could use to you know, create nice skin for you, but it's being all eaten up by the stress. So anything that causes stress isn't great. And so you have to sort of weigh the pros and cons. I really think that, you know, if not wearing makeup is going to be too much for you, definitely find a the least irritating makeup you can and then start with honey. Or there's lots of other different options for natural um face wash options like <laughs> you could use clay you could use um oh there's lots of stuff I could give you a link afterwards to yeah absolutely we'll put that below of some other um options yeah. for that what about natural makeups do you have any um suggestions there for people to use uh I actually don't have like a favorite one um I have another, yes, I have actually a, a, um, a blog post where I asked everybody else their favorite makeup that doesn't irritate their skin, and there's tons of suggestions in there, so we'll oh, nice. put the link there. Yeah, we'll put the link below for sure, too. Yeah. So, when you decided, when you had, you had gone through this whole journey and learned so much, how did you decide that you wanted to make a career of this and wanted to make it your life's purpose to share this and, and really get through that um, initial bravery of going out to talk about something that is a little bit taboo in our society that people don't really want to talk about. A lot of times if people have acne, it's it's probably yeah. a lot more <laughs> harmful, but they keep it to themselves and they literally hide it and cover it, cover it up. So how For did you sure. get that? And that's what I used to be like. Like, like I said, it was just like... I would do I would go to any lengths to like prevent anyone from even noticing or you know acknowledging I was in denial <laughs> it was like I just wanted it just hidden and just not you know like no one to know about it but when my acne got severe I suddenly became forced to sort of be more honest about it or open about it um like I had a boyfriend at the time that uh, like when the severe acne broke out. Um, and 
Like, I had never, ever in the past ever talked to a boyfriend about acne. And then all of a sudden, like, this was just too stressful and I couldn't hide it. And it was the stress was the worst when he would come over because it was like, he's going to notice. And then and just one day I broke down. and was like, hey, this is what's going on. And after that, like, I, I was more open about. It's probably like, ah. Yeah, it was. It was totally just like, because anytime you have emotions that are really difficult it's like anytime that you try and then you have the emotions and then you're trying to keep them inside and keep anyone from noticing it's like it just amplifies them and it's it's terrible so anyway it felt I was yeah suddenly I became a lot more open about it and then now how I decided that I was going to you know take the bold move of being out there on the internet about acne like I was nervous about it but so what was happening is that I was taking a holistic nutrition diploma program um sort of it was a distance education thing so I was I was doing that because I was really because due to this I was really interested in nutrition and health and wellness and all that kind of thing so I was doing this and I was thinking you know like what am I actually going to do with this am I going to start a bricks and mortar business as a nutritionist am I going to like what am I actually going to do what what's my career path here and one day I just thought you know because I had I had always loved reading other people's blogs uh, about health and wellness and I saw that so many other people were making a living that way online and just one day, I was just like, you know what? Like, I bet I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, and I, you know, and I, and when I thought about it, I was like, it would fit my lifestyle. It would fit my interests because, like, you know, if I was just a nutritionist, I would be consulting with people about all sorts of ailments. But to be honest, like, I really wanted to talk about acne because that was the thing that I knew the most about. Right. Um, and I felt like I could help people more um, authentically because I had been through the same thing. Um, and also, you know, working online, you get to work from anywhere, you get to work from home and you get to have standing full, up <laughs> full creative license. And it just, I don't know. I was just like, huh, I think that this might be the right path. And like, at first I was really nervous cause I was like, Oh, like I'm going to have to be all like, you know, I'm going to have a YouTube channel. <laughs> I just didn't see myself as, you know, someone with a YouTube channel, just being out there and so visible. But, it's just, but I was like, you know, like, that's scary, but I'm just going to try to move past that because I do think that this is probably the right path for me. So, yeah. yeah. And, and it's something that, you know, I always say just um, one of my favorite lines from this Yogi Bhajan poem is, is that um, he says... If you need a million things, a million things will reach you. And I think that's so perfect. When you're aligned with what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. everything will just kind of line up. And it's so clear that you're in line with, like, what you're supposed to give the world. So everything so. is kind of lining up for you. And I, I can just see that happening. So it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. Cool. Well, let's get into, like, the nitty-gritty skin issues here and let you – teach a little bit. Um, so I'm going to ask you some quick fire acne questions um, that you probably get a lot and just kind of get your first reaction gut thoughts on the things that I ask. So you ready for it? Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, 
thoughts on retinol, retin-A, or um, any either natural versions or um, synthetic versions? Thoughts on that and how it can either be beneficial or harmful? Um, well, the thing with... <laughs> Generally, I just like to stay away from anything that could potentially be irritating. That's the thing is like everybody is just so different with what their skin reacts to. Right. Some people do really well with that whole exfoliation thing, but like other people just it's irritating. Um, personally, I prefer to stay away from like chemical, unnatural chemical formulations and products. Um, natural ones you know, like better. But then, like I said, it's like, just because it's natural doesn't mean it's not irritating. So in the end, I don't really have a big opinion on it. It's like, I like people to just do what works for them. And if, you know, if it works for you, that's fine. If it doesn't, then, you know, just realize that it could be irritating. Nice. Nice. How about um, witch hazel and using that as an astringent or in some way into your um, routine? What are your thoughts there? Um, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> I guess for me, I'm just a minimalist. I'm just like, you know, uh, do what works, but try to keep it to a minimum. Maybe just because it's annoying to use all these different products. Right. Like, um, like, I don't know. I don't really have a very strong opinion on it. So I think I think the biggest thing here is that our face and our skin, um, all over our bodies, really, is yeah. just like our just like our diet, you know. And that's something that um, we talk about a lot in the Wellness Wonderland. It's really that there's no one diet, there's no yes. one book that's going to work <laughs> for every single body. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. we're, we're all so different. And I think the biggest thing that um, that you're saying here, what I'm getting from this really is just that our bodies are freaking smart and yeah. they're going to balance out if we just trust them and give them the space that they need to do that, the nutrients yeah. and just calm them down. That's all they need from us. So I think yeah. that's really the biggest thing. And, you know, all the products and all the anything in the world will help you if you believe it's going to help you, but you really need to get behind something for your healing of acne or whatever you're going through that you believe will actually heal you. So, you know, if you believe Western medicine is going to heal you, if you fully believe that and that's in line with you, then it probably will. But if there's part of you that, like me and like Tracy, really wants something natural and knows there's a better way, that's yeah. what probably won't heal you. So it's really about finding what works for you. And I think that that's um, – that's really important. And I think kind of the next thing that I want to segue into, um, that's the next um, quick fire question here, mm -hmm. is that um, what are your thoughts or what do you say to people who think or have been told that um, they need to pop a pimple or a blemish to get the infection out of it and that it will make it heal faster, or at least it will stop hurting for them. They may have a scab, but at least it'll stop hurting. What do you say to people um, for that about getting that infection out? Okay, my experience with popping my pimples, because back when my skin was, you know, when I had mild acne, uh, I used to pop every pimple that came about. And because I didn't have that many of them, or like it was every once in a while, it didn't appear to have a very 
you know, I didn't know, I didn't, it didn't seem that bad, you know, it didn't seem like there was really any problem with that. Although I might've been, you know, my skin actually might've looked a lot better if I hadn't. But anyway, when my acne got severe, I continued that. And every time I'd get a pimple, I'd pop them all. And of course that would just, you know, it creates more redness, it creates a like darker scab. It just, and it pushes the bacteria into your skin and into the surrounding skin. And, um, I don't know, it's just, it creates more acne and it makes your skin look a lot worse. And so, um, sometime into the severe acne, I, I finally decided to, I had to stop popping them. And like, at first it was so hard because when you have like a, a pussy pimple on your face, <laughs> it's really hard to just friggin' leave it there. But what I found was that it, it improved my skin so much from doing that. Um, I think that if I hadn't stopped doing that, I don't know if my skin really would have been able to heal. And I don't, well, you know, it's hard to know exactly how much it helped, but it seemed like after that, my skin improved a lot. Um, and the appearance of it improved a lot. So, Anyway, and after that, it's kind of like, it's hard to say, though, because sometimes you get pimples that just stay on your face forever, and, like, they just aren't going away unless you pop them, and, um, you know, I sort of think it has to be, like, a case-by-case, case. like, leave it absolutely as long as you can, and, like, keep your fingers away from your face as much as you can, and, like... A lot of times, it will actually clear up on its own. Um, and this is something people don't even know because they've never not popped a pimple. Like, I remember I used to, I had no idea that they would actually go away on their own if you just left them. Um, but occasionally, you do get those pimples that just will not go away unless you pop them and they've been there for ages. And it's like, you know, I can, I you know, I feel like you can make an exception, I guess. But just, you know, be very careful about it. Um try not to use your fingernails, like use a, uh, I don't know, like the edges of two paper towels or something. Be very gentle about it. Try to, um, like maybe put hot water on it to open it up so that it pops easier. Just be careful, be as gentle. Try not to squeeze the squeezing and the, like that, that's really damaging. So anyway, I think it's, it's really smart to just think about it as you would, any part of your body, you know, you'd never want to hurt yourself. You want, never yeah. want to push. Um, yeah. So I think that's, that's the biggest thing. But if, if there is a pimple that's like that, would you suggest heat or ice to, to kind of help that and at least help the pain ever? Uh, yes, I would. Um, I know that's the worst when you have a, a pimple that hurts because it's so hard to get it off your mind. Uh, yeah, I would, I have, I would say ice if you have the patience to ice them. Um, if that helps, then yeah. Is sure. ice better than heat in that situation? Uh, I think if you're going for pain reduction, yes. But if you're trying to pop it, then you want heat. Okay. So maybe yeah. even a combination of both if you were trying to get something out of it or if you just wanted to like to you if you're just trying to leave it but it hurt like if you're trying to leave it so that it would heal on its own um I would say use ice on it but if you're going like if, if the time comes when you're about to pop it and then you might want to put like a 
a really a hot washcloth on it or something which opens it up and makes it easier to pop without as much squeezing nice nice so what would you tell people who again are really in the middle of this and maybe they've been told and they really believe that acne is just their fate it's in -hmm. their genes and um, their parents had it or their grandparents struggled with it and so they have to have it too what would you tell someone who um, thinks in that way Um, well, the way that I see it is that everybody who has acne has it in their genes. It's not just like, I think, I think disease and, and yeah, disease basically has just become so common these days that people just think that like, there's nothing you can do about it. And it's just like lack of the draw due to genetics. Like it's as if disease is a natural thing when it's not a natural thing. So Um, the way I see it is like genetics, you get your genetics and it makes you predisposed to certain ailments. So in our case, we are predisposed to acne. So when we treat, if we treat our body really well, if we're really healthy, we're getting all the nutrients we need, everything's going well, then your your genetic potential is going to be expressed as a healthy person. You're not going to have these ailments. You're not going to have right. these issues. That's the bottom line. But when your body is out of balance, that's when those bad genetics sort of express themselves. Mm-hmm. And they express themselves in whatever way is in your genetics. So that's why, you know, some people eat terribly, but their skin is beautiful. Um, and, you know, we that's not the case for us. Um, it's, but on the other hand, that person has something else in their genetics that, you know, down the line, they're going to get some other disease, you know? So it's like their genetics just express themselves in a different way. So anyway, so I think if you think like it's just in your genes and you're stuck with it, I don't, I personally don't think that's true. I think it makes it, you know, annoying because we get acne and other people don't, but that's just I don't think that you're stuck with it. Right. I think that's I think that's really helpful. It's not only optimistic for people to know um, you know, that it's it's not their fate. If their body is in balance, then their acne can clear and that that's definitely possible. But just also to know that everybody has their struggle. There's something for everybody and um just taking that optimistic approach I think is really helpful. Um yeah. But getting back into the hormones of the issue a little bit here. So um, what would you recommend for someone um, who's going through hormonal acne in the jaw or chin area who's maybe older and um, they have a clean diet but are still working with these um, big hormonal issues? Um, How would you... um, think that the best way to heal the horm- really like deep set hormonal skin issues is okay so this was my issue remember when I said that after I got rid of the severe acne and then I struggled with mild acne around my chin for a few years it just wouldn't it, I tried so many different diets supplements all this stuff and it just nothing ever really worked like the, the acne would come and go but it would always seem to come back and just drive me crazy and it just seemed like why (laughs) and yeah it turned out that it's it's a hormonal thing especially you know it's very very common for adult women especially to have that acne around the chin um like almost 50 percent of adult women have this 
Yeah. And anyway, so what worked for me, uh, sort of the shining thing and that finally seemed like it was the thing was, uh, this hormone or this not, it's not a hormone. It's a supplement called Estroblock, um, which what it does is so basically, I mean, I don't have, okay. Cause there's so many different hormonal imbalances. Like I don't have them all figured out and people ask me and I'm like, well, I can't know exactly what your hormonal profile is so but this is so this one I'm talking about is a common one amongst adult women is that their estrogen okay so estrogen women have obviously we have estrogen (laughs) and but there's good estrogen and there's bad estrogen that good estrogen in your body is what does you know, because we need estrogen and it does a lot of good things in the body, but then there's bad estrogens, which, you know, are the ones that cause cancer, like breast cancer, and in this case, cause the acne, and we get the bad estrogens, they're synthetic, they're not natural, we get them from the environment, from things like plastics, and which we use all the time, gets into our food, gets into our body, um, Things like that. So we're acquiring them. And even if you have a healthy lifestyle, just due to the modern, modern, you know, modern living, it's, um, it's hard to avoid. So anyway, these come into your body and then they basically screw up your other hormones. They, because hormones work in ratios and when one is elevated or not, uh, you don't have enough of it, it it really screws up all the levels of everything. And anyway, so it seems like a very common hormonal imbalance that uh, adult women have is this um, high bad estrogen thing that um, affects all the other hormones. So what Estroblock does, it, which is a brand of something called DIM or D-I-M, it has a really long scientific name, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, so anyway, but Estroblock is a really quality because you know you if you're gonna spend money on a supplement and take it, you want it to be quality and right. you know that it's effective. So what Estroblock does is it helps your liver because your liver is um, the organ that sort of filters the hormones. So your body uses a hormone and then it's floating around in your blood and. Uh, your liver is what detoxifies it and moves it out of your body. If your liver is too backed up, too many toxins coming through, it's like it's, you know, it's it's struggling, then often that, those hormones float around in your bloodstream for too long and then they cause problems. So Estroblock basically is a extract from cruciferous vegetables like kale, broccoli. Um, it helps your liver to detoxify those hormones and particularly the bad estrogens. And anyway, taking this supplement, like my skin has been unreal. Like it, I love this supplement. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it would seem to be the cherry on top for me anyway, with the, the whole hormonal chin acne thing. So, but on the other hand too, um, I feel like it works so well for me, but I don't like, I don't like telling people just put all their eggs in one basket because, you know, so many women are like really stressed out. As I said, stress has a huge effect on your hormones. Um, like all these different lifestyle factors. Like if your lifestyle is still horrible and you take block, it might not work completely, you know? So I felt like for me, it just sort of like, put the cherry on the top and push me over the edge, but not to 
forget all that other stuff. But um, yes, <laughs> there's my answer. <laughs> I love that. That's, I think that'll definitely be super helpful to a lot of people because it almost does seem sometimes that, you know, you're doing everything right. You know, yeah. you've got the diet topically and there's just one more missing piece of the puzzle. And for that, it seems like this was it for you. Yeah, and I tried so many things, and I was always like, man, I just feel like there's got to be some kind of thing. <laughs> like, there's got to be, like, there. I mean, there had to be something that was causing this, you know, hormonal acne that wouldn't budge, and it was just like, I just hoped that there would be something, and it turned out AstroBlock was it, and, like, my skin has been great ever since starting it. I mean, it took a couple months to really work to its full potential, but, um... I've been taking it for about a year now and it's and I've I've been able to actually drop the dosage a little bit so I don't have to take as much. It doesn't cost me as much money, but it just like keeps my skin excellent. So and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. So okay, so the last really big question, um, skin question I have for you here is just how would you advise helping someone um getting out of their mind and the fear with acne that they're, maybe they're constantly thinking about it, constantly looking in the mirror, just kind of like touching or scanning their face for blemishes, um, almost like searching for them constantly. Yeah. Um, like how would you coach someone out of that big fear to stop allowing acne to consume them? Yeah, this is a tricky one because it's uh, – yeah, it is so difficult to – to stop <laughs> like I mean just because it's not about you know it's not about acne it's not about these bumps on our face it's about the fear that it's never going to go away that we're not going to be loved that people won't find us attractive that it's you know it's all these deep set fears that are really hard to just stop you know you can't just say hey just stop doing that <laughs> you know right um so you really have to, uh, I think it's really important to work on, and it's not like a fast process, but working on your self-esteem and loving yourself beyond what your skin looks like um, and what you look like uh, and doing things for yourself, focusing on your strengths and your passions and things that you enjoy um, and just finding out who you are beyond the outside. Because then once you see that you have so much more about you than what you look like, uh, that's when, you know, when you get acne, sure, it's going to suck and you're not going to like it, but it won't ruin your life, you know, because you know that your looks are not everything. Um, so there, there is like a huge emotional component there that needs to be addressed. Um, as far as like breaking the habit, um, I do actually have a whole ebook about this, but I have, there's, there's a very specific process that I describe of how you can stop and it, it all, it's all sort of like noticing when you do it, what the triggers are. Um, I don't know, it's too much to describe and. Just yeah, we'll put that link below because I think yeah. that can be a really important resource for people um, to get yeah. to get past that something that's super intuitive and, and probably really ingrained. Yeah, yeah, it is for sure. So. so, 
Okay, cool. Well, now let's get personal if, if you're yeah. ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So you just got married. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so how has that changed your life and what are you most excited about and what do you love about your life right now? I love everything about my life right now. <laughs> I feel like um, it's kind of funny. Like when my skin was so bad, that was definitely like the low point of my entire life. Like um, just wondering if I would ever feel free again, um, if I would ever find love again, if I would ever, um, you know, and I also was working a job that I hated and I was like, am I ever going to find my passion in life? I'm like, you know, I don't know. It was just a, it was a bad time. And I sort of had this, like, I guess it wasn't totally concrete, but sort of a vision of what I would like my life to be like. And it seems like slowly since then, and I, I, I actually credit this a lot to staying committed to self-development and self-growth, where you are always being aware of your processes. So anytime that you get stressed, anytime um, things aren't going well, any, you know, being aware of what... Um, what's the word? <laughs> Just, you know, a lot of people have these patterns and unhealthy things that they yeah. do and they don't even yeah. realize that they're doing them. So, and, and actually the love vitamin has helped so much because I've been able to go on this journey of trying to discover all these like unhealthy patterns and discover myself. And I get to share that with the blog and get feedback from other people. And, um, Anyway, so I feel like over the last few years, it's like slowly my life has just become better and better and better and closer and closer to what I want it to be. And I don't think that actually I really think I'm thankful for having the acne because it sent me on this uh, path of self awareness and self discovery that I probably wouldn't have gone on before because I was, you know, I had no reason to, there is no, you know, it's like pain is what causes you to grow, I think, and hard experiences. So, um, yeah, but everything's getting better and better. So what I love about my life, I mean, Luke is amazing. He's just wonderful. Uh, we live in my hometown, which I have always had this, like, very, I just love it. <laughs> um, I've always wanted my vision was that I really wanted like me and my partner to have a lot of close mutual friends together. And we do, and we are always doing, especially in summer, we always kind of sit around and wait for summer because it's uh -huh. like the crux of, it's just like, it's amazing around here. And so we're always off camping, going to festivals, I'm rock climbing a lot, um, doing all kinds of fun stuff. And I have my, my two dogs now we adopted my uh, two little chihuahua mixes which are they're Aww. so funny and um and of course my business is going amazingly and it's just like it's so rewarding and it never feels like work because it's just it's you know I get to do what I want to do and I get to help people and you know whenever people send me emails being like oh my god you helped me with my skin so much thank you it's just like it's amazing and 
yeah, like three years ago when my skin was this bad, I just had no idea that life would be this good. So I hope that that's inspiring to people. I always hope that, you know, it's inspiring instead of like jealousy inducing to be like, no, I think, I think that's perfect. I think, um, having positive examples is really like crucial and and healing. And I think just simply being that for people, not that you are just that, you really give practical advice as well, but just simply being an example sometimes is super powerful. Yeah, I agree. Because I've felt inspired by other people. Yeah. So staying on the topic of the love vitamin a little bit here, um, where, what's next for the love vitamin? What, what is your vision for your business and your blog and where do you see it going and where would you like to see it? Uh, it's hard to know right now. I want to write a few more eBooks. Um, kind of thinking maybe one about the, the caveman. I get so many questions and like inquiries about that, that I think I might write like a guide to that. Um, basically just continuing it and help, um, you know, whatever people need, (laughs) whatever they need, I will hopefully be able to provide. I'm not really sure about, you know, I can't really say right now where it's going because, um, I mean, my skin has been so good that I feel like I'm not quite, I'm not really processing the whole, um, I'm not, I, I feel like I'm a little, I'm not on the acne journey quite as much as I used to be. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, but, um, for now I'm still enjoying, you know, going with it and everything else. So yeah, yeah. can't say I know, but. Yeah, I think um, the coolest thing, I love that the name of um, the love vitamin is so all-encompassing. How did you, and I meant to ask this earlier, but how did you come up with that name? Why did you decide on that? Um, Well, back when I was first starting to clear my skin, and I actually, and I was also doing the nutrition program, the schooling, um... Like I said, I was pretty strict about my food and pretty stressed about it. And I feel like I put way too much emphasis on food and not the other things. Um, And it was, yeah, it was stressful. So anyway, I was reading a textbook and it was all about... It was called Staying Healthy with Nutrition. And there were all these, dis- like, there was descriptions of every single vitamin and nutrient. And, like, all the descriptions were kind of, like, uh, kind of dry textbooky sort of stuff. <laughs> and then at the end of the chapter, there was this write-up on vitamin L, or the love vitamin. And it was this cute, it was so cute. It was, it was this funny little write-up about um, the L vitamin and how uh, you, you know, basically just saying, like, you know, hey, all these nutrients are important, but don't forget about love and friendship Aww. after and, you know, all these things that are just as important as all these nutrients. And I was like, oh, it just seemed like exactly what I needed at that time. And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> I love that. (laughs) So anyway, and then, I don't know, when I just started my blog, I just like, I don't know, it just came to me and I thought, okay, I think that's, that's I think that's perfect. I love that. And it's nice it can be kind of an umbrella um, name because, you know, maybe it won't be acne forever, but there's so many things that that fall under that. So I think that's really cool. I do have a plan to start actually a second blog that's going to be more about, um, 
sort of more general life stuff and also the whole, you know, making money online, like business online from blogging, because I mean, just like the, yeah, the, <laughs> the journey that I've been on and like how rewarding and amazing, like the whole love vitamin thing, you know, being able to make a living from something I'm passionate about helping people, being able to work from home, all the benefits. It's just like, it's been so good. And I would love to teach others how to do that as well, you know, if people are interested. So I am considering, I am, well, I'm going to start another blog. <laughs> I don't know when, because I don't know how much, how difficult it will be to keep up two blogs at once. Cause you know, one is a lot of, takes up quite a fair bit of time. So it's, you know, we'll see, <laughs> but amazing. those are my tentative plans. So yeah, for sure. Okay, now I have some real rapid-fire questions for you. You ready for them? Okay. Okay, just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay, favorite color? Uh, blue. Favorite movie? Forrest Gump. <laughs> favorite book? Uh, geez. Um, I have this uh, Lonely Planet, like, travel book that has like a page for each country of the world oh, pictures cool. and a write-up I don't know if that's my all-time favorite but it's right in front of me I really like it <laughs> <laughs> perfect favorite blog other than the love vitamin <laughs> uh, well I have to give a shout out to high on health because she was a, like Fran from high on health was a huge inspiration for me um, if readers don't know high on health uh, she is a holistic acne blog as well. And she was a huge inspiration to me for starting my own. And she's awesome and very knowledgeable. So give a shout out to her. Nice. Favorite song? Uh, <laughs> you oh, think yeah. about it and we'll post it below. Okay. Perfect. It's hard to pick one. I guess I should pick favorite right now, but I, I still nothing's coming to mind. So we'll make you think about it, and we'll put a really good one below. How about that? Yeah. Okay. What would the name of your autobiography be? Uh, that's a tough one too. We can have you think about that one too. <laughs> How about your favorite um, snack of the moment? My favorite snack, well, um, snack, I don't know, but meal, I love making, like, Mexican food. <laughs> What's but, your favorite way you kind of make that in a healthy way? Um, so I make, uh, in my blender, I will put, um, like, cornmeal or, like, organic cornmeal, avoid those GMOs. <laughs> Uh, organic cornmeal and then a couple of eggs, which is not, not really very authentic at all, but it keeps it together, um, and with some water, and then blend that together, and then you pour that in the frying pan, and it makes kind of like a tortilla thing, and, wow, cool. um, and then, uh, or, uh, guacamole, make, like, chipotle guacamole in my food processor, so put, like, Tomato, cilantro, lime juice, garlic, salt, chipotle sauce, like a healthier one <laughs> if possible. Yeah, that sounds or, good. Or actual chipotle peppers. Um, and then you can either have like beans or like I have, we have grass-fed beef 
Um, I bought like ha- we bought like half a cow a year ago, and so grass-fed beef or whatever. And and then um, I have I make a sort of like a cabbage. So you put shredded cabbage, tomatoes, and cilantro and lime juice and salt and then like a little bit of um either jalapeno something to make it spicy so a bit of salsa or something and you mix that all together and you put it all together and it's delicious yum that sounds amazing yeah it's really good so um what are the first three things you do when you get up in the morning what's your little morning routine Well, that changes a lot. I'm not the best at, like, sticking with routines, like, day in, day out, forever. I will do routines for a while, and then it switches. But anyway, I pretty much always check my email, reply to emails first thing in the morning, um, and just check the blog, see what's happening. Um, But pretty much, yeah, email checking, and then... Uh, I try to, although I've been slacking off a lot lately, but I do like to do yoga in the morning. Oh, I'll make a smoothie and then I will do yoga or I'll do yoga first. But anyway. What's like, your go-to smoothie recipe for the morning? Uh, right now it's like a banana, half an avocado, uh, homemade yogurt. I make my own yogurt from raw milk, although, Yeah. I get raw milk from a farm and then make my own yogurt, which is, it's good. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so I use that and then frozen raspberries or blackberries and then some greens. But sometimes I even do it without greens these days. I'll admit it, but, you know. (laughs) We won't tell. We won't tell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what are the last two things you do when you're winding down for the evening, or what's your favorite way to relax? Well, um... Since you're not washing your face. <laughs> it's true. I just brush my teeth. I just go in the bath and brush my teeth, and sometimes I floss, and then um, Luke and I usually get into bed, and then before bed we turn the lamp on and just kind of, you know, have a little cuddle or, or talk, and then go to sleep. I don't really have, like, I don't, like, have a ritual of reading a book or anything. Um, yeah, I admit, I'm a little bit addicted to the computer, and I work a lot just because it's fun. <laughs> so <laughs> often I'll be on it first thing in the morning and first thing before bed, that kind of thing. But I actually, luckily, I don't have trouble sleeping. Like, if I had a lot of trouble sleeping or falling asleep, then I definitely would turn the computer off before because that can really keep you awake if you're somebody who has trouble sleeping. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite way to exercise and move your body? Well, I really, well, okay, I used to really love bike riding. Like, in the middle of the day, I would, I would go, I would bike ride to the grocery store, buy food, come home, make it for dinner or whatever. Like, I I wouldn't even drive to the grocery store. I'd just ride my bike or, um, but now that I have dogs, I kind of, like, I go for walks with them. Um, Sometimes I like to, we, I go bike riding with them. Like, I know they're chihuahuas, but they're, like, crazy fast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I love, yeah, so I like bike riding. I like yoga I like rock climbing which I don't get to do a lot but a friend an old friend of mine who's super into rock climbing um who I used to climb with a long time ago he's in town this summer so we've been rock climbing a lot um 
I would say those are my favorites. I've tried all sorts of other stuff, and I just find that, like, if I don't really enjoy it, then it's really hard to stick to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Superpower. Um, superpower. Uh, I would just um, have, I would just be able to prepare food and like snap on my fingers. And it would just magically appear before oh, me. Oh, I want that too. Yeah. And I wouldn't have to think about what it was either. It would just like somebody else would, would plan it. <laughs> oh, how cool would that be if you could just have snap of your finger exactly what your body wanted? Yeah. <laughs> right there. You don't even have to think about it. Yeah. Like you don't have to think about it. What but your just body what it needed. Was, was like the best thing ever. And you just want it so bad. Like yeah. that. That was tasting <laughs> and the best thing your body wanted right there. Boom. <laughs> oh, well, that would be amazing. Well, are there any last insights or pieces of advice that you want to leave Wonderland with, Tracy? Um, not really, but just that, you know, if you're struggling, things will get better. They will get better. There's an end. There's a beginning and an end to everything. And you won't have to struggle this with this for the rest of your life. I promise. Oh, that's amazing. And just so heartwarming. So, Thank you so much. You definitely live in your version of the Wellness Wonderland. So thank you so much for stopping by my Wellness Wonderland today. It was so great to have you here. And thanks, everybody, for listening all the way to the end. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much, Tracy. Yeah, thank you so much, Katie. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You made it all the way to the end. I'll be back next week. But until then, let's stay inspired and keep this conversation going. So tweet at me at Katie Jailbout and our guest with your aha moments from this conversation and like the Wellness Wonderland on Facebook so we can all hang out there and discuss how inspired we are and how we'll apply it in our daily lives. And never miss another episode or post from me by signing up for email updates on thewellnesswonderland.com. See you back in Wonderland.